Likutei Sicha Yischelek Tesvov Parshas Vayigash, Sicha Aleph. It has been frequently discussed that Rashi covers every difficulty that may arise and answers any question that comes up on the literal intention of the verses in Torah. If a question arises on Pshat and Rashi does not address it, we understand that either Rashi has addressed it elsewhere or it isn't actually a question in Pshat at all. Accordingly, we have such a situation in our Parsha. When Yosef reveals his identity to his brothers and says, Ani Yosef, followed by the words, Ha'oidovichai, I am Yosef, does my father yet live? And we wonder, as do many commentaries, about Yosef's statement, as until now Yosef has clearly heard his brother Yehuda say to him that he, Yehuda's father, Yaakov, did not want to send Binyamin to Mitzrayim, to Egypt, for fear that, or that Yehuda did not want to bring his brother to Egypt, for fear that if Binyamin were to leave their father, their father would not be able to withstand it, and he would die. He heard how Yehuda was fearful that Yosef would detain Binyamin, Yaakov's youngest, in Egypt, and how Yaakov would just not be able to withstand it. Not only did Yosef hear all this, it really shook him up to the extent that he could no longer contain himself and keep his identity secret from his brothers. So what's with the question, is my father still living? This question is greater yet. Yosef asks the question, but doesn't actually wait for an answer. As soon as he asks, he sees how his brothers become frightened, and he continues speaking and says, Approach me. I'm your brother Yosef. And he concludes, telling them how he became viceroy of Egypt, and then concludes by encouraging them to go home and quickly bring Yaakov down to Mitzrayim. He certainly knew his father was alive. And that tells us that the words Ha'oid Avichai, is my father still living, have an alternate meaning. The Abarbanel teaches that Yosef asked the question not to actually ensure or check that his father was alive, but rather because Yosef understood that his brothers would feel ashamed when he revealed his identity, and so he sought a way to introduce his identity via a gentler angle of conversation about the family. But when he saw their intensely fearful reaction, says the Abarbanel, to this question, he simply had to reveal himself and reassure them. And we could possibly say that Rashi understands the pshat here, this question that we have on the literal translation, the same way that the Abarbanel does, and sees no need to comment here on this verse as in Parsha's Bracious, when Hashem seeks out Adam after the sin of the tree of knowledge, Hashem be- seeks him out with the word Ayeka, asking, where are you? Hashem knows, says Rashi, there, where Rashi comments on this, where Adam was, but so as not to frighten him, he begins with a gently probing question. Rashi explains similarly in the situation when Cain killed Hevel, and Hashem opens a dialogue with him. Hashem begins with the words, where is Hevel your brother? Rashi says Hashem opens gently, giving him the chance for tshuva. This isn't a clear explanation for our situation, however. As once Yehuda had told Yosef his concern for his father, if Binyamin were to be detained in Egypt, 
Yosef should have, by way of gently revealing his identity, rather inquired about their families, not if his father was alive, which he clearly knew the answer to. Perhaps we can understand Ho'oid Ovichai, is my father still living, introduced with a hey Ho'oid as a statement of wonder and not a question, as in, can it be that my father still lives? Much like Rashi's explanation on the words Hashemer Achi Anoichi, which was Kayan's response to Hashem's question of where is Hevel your brother after he kills Hevel, to which he responds, Kayan responds with the words Hashemer Achi Anoichi, with surprise. Is it my job to guard my brother's whereabouts? The difference only would be that the statement is made by Kayan to deny his obligation to be his brother's keeper, whereas here Yosef is not asking the question to deny his father's existence. He knows his father is alive. He's just in a state of surprise and wonder. Sometimes a question asked in surprise can be in a positive vein, much like Avroham, when Hashem promised that he would become a father into his old age, asked Halaven Meashana, will this happen at this old age of 100 years? And Rashi explains there that sometimes the expression of wonder is in the positive sense. But if Yosef is surprised because of Yaakov's advanced age, this might be very difficult to explain this way, because Yaakov was only 130, 130 years old compared to Avraham's lifespan and Yitzchak's lifespan. So what was so surprising about the fact that Yaakov was still alive? And more specifically, what connection do the words Ani Yosef, I am Yosef, have in context to the question, is my father still living? Basically, the statement Yosef makes is, I'm Yosef, is my father still living? Which does, why rather, does he even express the surprise to his brothers? And why just as he reveals his identity to them? Also, if this had really been a question, we could suggest that it was so important to him to know if his father was still living, and he therefore immediately asks, but as he knows that Yaakov is alive, and it's only an exclamation of surprise or wonder, why then is it important to attach it to the words, Ani Yosef, I am Yosef, revealing his identity to his brothers? The simple explanation is that Rashi has already explained the idea of Vayimoin lehisnachem, that Yaakov could not find comfort after Yosef's disappearance, because, as Rashi explains, Ein A person can't find comfort when someone is only presumed dead, because when a person passes away, there's a natural process of forgetting that sets in, in the heart. And the pain loses the intensity of the loss over time, but that does not happen when someone is still living. So Yaakov continued to mourn Yosef for as long as he was missing. And this was the surprise which Yosef was expressing 
I'm Yosef, he said. I've been gone for 22 years. There was a great love between Yosef and his father Yaakov, greater than the other brothers. My father suffered the pain, Yosef was saying, of my absence for 22 years and has lived through this agony and continues to live. This statement expressed with his revelation to his brothers is Yosef's introduction to the pronouncement to quickly bring Yaakov to Egypt. When Yosef tells his brothers, quickly go back up to my father, it's not only to let him know that Yosef is alive so he can cease to mourn, but also to encourage that he quickly descends to Egypt to Yosef because Yaakov was in a situation that was sakonis nefoshis. It was life-threatening. After the pain of so many years, first hearing that Yosef is alive could be such a shock. And the best thing would be for Yaakov to be able to see Yosef. This helps us understand the way Yosef reassured his brothers that what happened to him was from God. Thrice, three times, he repeats this. It's so that I could ensure life that Hashem sent me here ahead of you. And again, it's God who sent me to be here, to Egypt, ahead of you. And not you orchestrated my being here in Egypt, but God, absolving them of responsibility and expressing forgiveness. Because every moment that would be wasted on Yaakov not actually setting eyes on Yosef would be a continued danger to Yaakov. And Yosef was unable to go to his father, which would have been the right thing to do on so many levels. His father was elderly. It was far more respectful that Yosef go to his father rather than bring him down to Egypt. But Hashem orchestrated things, said Yosef, so that I should be a viceroy in Egypt, and I'm not my own man. I can't just go to my father. Now, hurry and bring him here to Egypt, even when it would have been faster for Yosef to go to his father, to Yaakov. There's yet another aspect to the haste with which Yosef encourages his brothers to bring Yaakov to Egypt. The 22 years of pain that Yaakov suffered mourning Yosef were in fact retribution for the 22 years that he was away from home and, not and thus did not fulfill the mitzvah of Kibbut of Aim. Yaakov had been away from his parents for 22 years, away from Yitzchak and Rivka, and had been unable to fulfill the mitzvah of Kibbut of Aim for those 22 years. Knowing that these 22 years were over, Yosef demanded of his brothers to hurry, go back to our father and bring him here so as not to extend this period for even a second which also helps us understand Yosef saying, quickly go up for my father, not our father. Because in addition to the fact that Yaakov's pain was in connection to Yosef's absence, Yosef indicates with the word avi, my father, that he has years of kibud of to make up for. Because finally the 22 years of separation have passed and the punishment for Yaakov has ended. A lesson for us lies therein. In our personal divine service, sometimes we need to employ small doicha, 
the left side of distance, severity, and even punishment. But we must simultaneously be aware that one must be so careful not to overdo the gvura more than necessary. When the moment comes and gvura severity is no longer called for, one must quickly switch to kindness and closeness to Yamin Mekarevis to the right side drawing near.